Welcome to the podcast Found in Estonia, where we talk with foreigners who have made Estonia their home. In each episode, it's going to be me, Tina, and Kaisa, my co-host, and we are going to talk with one foreigner who already lives in Estonia. This podcast aims to bring our listeners together, inspire more open-mindedness, and just to share interesting stories and observations that many foreigners with their fresh eyes can offer. Among the podcasts, we also plan to organize events and get-togethers in real life. And the best way to never miss any information about that is to go to our website, which is foundinestonia.ee and become part of our community. Today we're chatting with Shahab. He was born in Iran, also lived quite some time in the northern part of Cyprus, which is also called Kiki TC for short, and in few other countries as well. And now having lived eight years in Tartu, Estonia, he says for him Estonian culture is just the perfect, perfect culture. He is the only computer vision scientist in the whole Estonia. He established the first and now the largest computer vision lab in the Baltics, He has a startup company. He has been elected as the best lecturer multiple times. He's giving advice to Estonian police, to many startups, etc. And he was also the first person in Cyprus and in Turkey who finished his PhD in two years' time. He loves that Estonians don't talk much. And he says no police is as human and nice as Estonian police. And there's just so much more in the episode itself. So let the conversation unfold from here. Enjoy. Are you living in Tallinn or are you living in Tartu? In Tartu. I have a house in Ihaste. Oh. Ihaste, okay. Yeah. That's not far from Tartu, right? No. It's Tartu. Ah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm from Tallinn, so I don't... Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. But I go to Tallinn a lot. Okay. Yeah. How come? Touristy? Well, you know, I'm very materialistic, pers- materialistic person, so where money is, I'm there. Okay. <laughs> so money there. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I consult several companies and they're all in Italian. And mm-hmm. I said, I work, I mean, consult also, Estipolice, so, mm. and they're in Italian. Okay. What, what is the consulting about? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm a professor of computer vision mm. in University of Tartu, so I'm an AI Um, experts, let's say. Okay. I'm the only computer vision scientist in whole Estonia, so I love Monopoly. So, nice. <laughs> so well. because of that, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, much. can you tell us a bit about first how you pronounce your name, then where are you from, and how okay. did you ended up in Estonia? Okay, so it's. I think I need 20 minutes for that, right? Okay, <laughs> that's fine. We got time. That's <laughs> absolutely yes, okay. Okay. Um, I have a very long name mm-hmm. and it's pronounced Golam Reza as a first name. Mm-hmm. And the last name officially is pronounced Ambar Jafari, but because James pronounced Ye Yotka in Estonian, so I am used to pronounce my last name Ambar Jafari. But everybody knows me as Shahab, which is a Persian name and it means shooting star. And it has a very, very interesting story that how come 
Did you chose the name? Uh, my parents chose mm-hmm. the name. And I tell you that, how come that I have this other long name? Mm-hmm. I am not complaining about it because if you Google it, it doesn't mean, did you mean something else? It's just only me coming out. So mm-hmm. it's very cool. Um, when I was, bo- I was born in 1980, and if you know a little bit of, uh, I'm Iranian, so if you know a little bit of history of Iran, in 1978, mm-hmm. there was this change of regime and this horrible regime came. Mm-hmm. And before that, we had a kingdom. And the king, in Persian word, it means Shah. Shah. Shah okay. means king, right? Mm-hmm. So I was born, so my parents say, okay, this is a son. They want to put the name Shah, which is one word. You mm-hmm. cannot divide it into any syllabus, and it means shooting star. Mm-hmm. So my dad went to this registration office mm-hmm. a bit like one year after this revolution, said that, yes, my son's name is Shah. Mm-hmm. And the stupid guy said, Shah. It has a, uh, something like Shah, Shah, like Shah. I don't let you to put the name Shah. And my dad said, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> this is our son, we want to have the name Shah. And the guy put the name Bonareza and they registered. And there was a big fight between my dad and my, uh, that, that guy. And then eventually they said that there is nothing else that we can do until I become 18 and officially go to the court to change my name to Shah. Wow. <laughs> so very simple. So uh, even nobody in my family, by the way, apart from my brother, sister, and uh, um, parents, nobody knows what is my name in the, in the, in the, in the passport. <laughs> Everybody knows me as Shah. Mm-hmm. So I was always very good student, mm-hmm. and then I, by the age eighteen, then I had lots of certificates, and then for each certificate I had to go make a letter or go to the court to change it. Oh my god! And I'm lazy. See, I'm a bit overweight. It shows me I'm lazy. <laughs> so, so the, because of that, I always say, uh, later, 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 later. I'm 39 years old, and I said later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now maybe that, when you're like 60 or 80 or yeah, no, uh, now, um, <laughs> but uh, there is a plan. Uh, okay, uh, I, I, I will jump a little bit ahead, and then I'll mm-hmm. come back. And the plan is that I I love Estonia really very much, you know, more Mustanesti. So so the plan is that I will I will uh, leave and become an Estonian citizen once I pass this language test, which for me is like the most complicated thing <laughs> on planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's m- more complicated than rocket science. And then um, in there, when I become an Estonian citizen. I have a right of picking up my name. So this is the moment I am oh. planning. So I have a plan, at least okay. in my head. So will you then be Shahab or Seem or uh, Stellan <laughs> or something? No, <laughs> no I, I like to be uh, unique. I would like to be the, the only person in the in the group. Luckily, I think your name doesn't uh, contain any, like, uh, you know, like foreign, uh, like, uh, s- s- yeah, like, yeah, foreign yeah, letters. Yeah, yeah. So other, yeah, yeah, otherwise they would say maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree. If you take it in Estonia, and you can add the S with a yes, of course. This is high, right? Chocolate. Actually, actually, the name is Shahab, right? Shahab. So if I write it in English, it's S H A H A B, and people pronounce it Shahab. <laughs> but the reality is, in Estonian, we have A, so I can always write it as it has to be Shahab. So Shahab. it's it's A and then H R. Okay. So, so it's it's very cool. I like it. But when you went to school, how did your teacher call you? I know. I mean, the name, as I say, is a Persian word, so people know how to pronounce. So everybody would call me Shab, 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 Shab. Then I came to Estonia. Uh, 
I think I was good. So people start to know me. And then the name Shahab became a, 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 mm-hmm. a trademark. Uh, because when I came, I also bought a Porsche and I had the plate number 001 SHB. Mm-hmm. And SHB was kind of short form of Shahab. My emails are SHB ads. So, so I start to kind of... You were already doing the background work. (laughs) So I am a Persian Jew. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but I'm cultural Jew. So as any other Jewish person, I would love to have my own trademark. So then my name (laughs) became a trademark. So it was like inside inside my blood. So now we are going back to my birth to see mm-hmm. what, what, what happened. Um, my, my father, in the, in the before the revolution, was working for this king government and so on. And then after the revolution happened, after I was born, somehow the revolutionary guard decided that my father should be hanged and killed. Oh, no. There is no reason for it. What? So, as any oh other my human, my, my dad also loved his life. So, uh, he had a friend who was working in UK. They had one, one company together there. Um, he's a civil engineer. So, he moved there. And we also, because uh, the father is their family, we got this family visa. And then we all moved to the UK. So, my brother was like born in, 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 in UK, Manchester. So, from age almost one, mm-hmm. I had my one year birthday. In, in England till age seven and a half mm-hmm. uh, we were in England so why because they want to kill my dad <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was very 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 cool cool period of life <laughs> in a sense that I don't remember uh, I, I had a problem uh, in a sense I was not speaking till age five not not that I wasn't speaking I was really speaking that even my mom took me to a doctor because they thought maybe I'm, I'm stupid. But then the doctor said, no, he's just a wise man, wants to listen. <laughs> but then at age five, I start talking and nobody can stop me since then. So, so then, then uh, my, my grandparents, both from mother's side and father's side, they were all wealth, very wealthy people. So my, my father, in uh, when we were in England, my dad's dad died. I have never seen any of my grandparents, although mm-hmm. my dad's uh, parents died after my I was born, but we, we never met. And uh, so, so um, they said that, okay, my dad should come back, the government said, should come back to Iran. Mm-hmm. Or we will take all the things that he inherited. Uh, So my dad said, I mean, we love money, but we love living more than money. mm -hmm. So no problem. Let it go. Then there was this Iran-Iraq war. Mm-hmm. My dad had a cousin, like second degree cousin, but they had the same last name. Mm-hmm. So when these Iraqis bombarding Iran, one of the bombs hit right on his head, like he was the source of explosion. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I shouldn't laugh at it, but I mean, it was interesting in a sense that he died in a war. So mm-hmm. he was a war hero. Okay. And then they made a document that he's my dad's brother. Oh. So suddenly my dad from an outlaw became in law. I mean, like, <laughs> and then they, they came back. Now, when I'm talking with my parents, they, they say it was, I think, they think it was a mistake that they came back. Uh, but at the, at the moment, we are talking about lots of land and so on. So we moved back to, to Iran when I was about 7, 7.5 years old. 7.5. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. No, no, exactly. Really exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's very important to have mm-hmm. this, uh, this 0.5. <laughs> so we came back, uh, but um, uh, old, we, we, learn, we learn English, how to write and things. And then in the house, we learn how to, to speak Persian. Even right now, when I speak Persian, I have this, this accent that mm-hmm. people understand. Uh, 
this mm-hmm. there is there is something wrong. So then I I remember uh, we my mom took us to the school. Uh, so we did an exam to to decide which grade we have to go. Is it I, I supposed to go to the second grade? So there was a little bit of tiny bits of science. I mean kids you, you're yeah. not expecting in solving an integral right so like then you have two apples i give you three apples what happens i mean those type of <laughs> things and then there was this dictation and i managed to <laughs> there was a dictation the exam was out of 20 mm-hmm. and i got seven and it was because i wrote only seven words correct <laughs> so the, the rest was i mean for me it was very difficult to write so because of that they put me on the first grade so i lost one year mm-hmm. uh, per se so that's why mm-hmm. this point seven yeah. point five is like hurtful always for me um uh, anyway then we were we were in iran till i was in early 20s in early 20s i just like in estonia in iran you have to do the military but Family-wise, we are not fan of the mm-hmm. government. We hate it. I mean, mm-hmm. because we believe these are our bad people. But was it for you okay to go back to Iran when I your mean, father was like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. My father suddenly turned from from an outlaw to Indo because okay. he became like a brother of a, a war hero. So mm-hmm. because it was an absolute bullshit that they wanted to to kill my dad. I mean, mm-hmm. there was no reason. It was just fun. Let's kill him. Ha 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 ha. Okay. <laughs> okay. So because of that, they switched the the, the reason. It was mm-hmm. not like he was criminal or he was a bad person or something like that. Then uh, I grew up till, till early 20s. In uh, early 20s, then I find out that, okay, um, I need to go to military service mm-hmm. because it's an obligatory thing. Uh, and I had a time, a three months time to, uh, to uh, either leave the country or then I have to go. Because I started the university, I was studying electric and electronic engineering, and then they told me that, yeah, they, uh, when I graduate, I have to go to military. Yeah. Then I said that I don't want to be in a military of this type of government. Mm-hmm. How, so long, I, how long is the military uh, service? Well, it was, it was um, at the time, it was 24, but I have heard that now it has been reduced uh, to, to uh, 18 mm-hmm. months. So it was like two years. So mm-hmm. I said, wow, in, in, even if it was one day, it was a lot. I wouldn't do anything for that government. So then I decided I'm not a political person, but I have my own visions of the life. So then I left to Cyprus, to the northern Cyprus. I don't know if you know Cyprus. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny island which has been divided into two countries. Mm-hmm. So I was in, in a, a northern Cyprus. And then uh, because I left the university, I was studying by the um, um, uh, paid by government, so free education. So uh, they, could, they would never give me any of my transcript until I do the military service. So I was forced to restart. So I had to restart three and a half years of my life. But for me, I, this was a, a challenge which I accepted. So I went to this university. It was called Eastern Mediterranean University. And then I restarted studying electrical and electronic engineering because I really loved that. And as usual, I was the top student of the university. In whole my life, I got only two A minuses. Huh? So well, always A. Well, no wonder you had already gone to half the course anyway. So <laughs> exactly. pro, you already exactly. had like exactly. But was it the goal of yours or it, you were just, it was easy for you? Or did no, you no, study I hard mean, for I wanted it? to be, I wanted, wanted to be an electrical engineer mm-hmm. and that's, that's why they, my expertise is because mm-hmm. of that study that I have done. So, because as it continues, I started to learn about signal processing, image processing, computer vision. So it's, it's part of the, the, the same branch. So I went to, to Cyprus, I did my studies in there and I lived there for hmm, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So my youth, 
all the parties and all the studies and everything was happening in Cyprus. Cyprus you know? isn't the worst place where to have that too. No, no, it's, it's the really, best really place. Nice. It's, it's like the, the <laughs> island place. The only yeah. problem, there, there is only one problem in there. Mm-hmm. It's damn hot. Mm. It's like hot, 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 like very hot. Compared to Iran, it's hot. No, compared to anywhere in the world, it's very hot. Okay. So in Iran, I was born and rose in, in, in a city which usually we had like winters of minus 20 degrees, lots oh. of snow. Exactly, exactly. So mm-hmm. the, the only uh, like sad thing in Cyprus was this amount of heat and so on. Mm-hmm. But luckily air conditions was everywhere and thing, things like that. And you can see I'm like, like white like yeah, a cheese. No so I mean, I never, never, <laughs> I, 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 exactly. Uh, so so I, 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 was, I was excellent. In, I, I finished top student of the university, as I said. I was the... F- First, I don't know if I was the only, but I was the first foreigner who got this scholarship from the president. Oh. So yeah, so I was getting yes. good money in there. So that was the president of Cyprus. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, um, okay, I had three years of loss of my life, three and a half years of loss of my life. So I have to compensate. Um, undergraduate study was four years. Mm-hmm. I finished it in three years. Then uh, I studied master. Master was two years. I finished it one year. And PhD is four years plus. And I was the first person in Cyprus and in Turkey who finishes PhD in two years. So <laughs> I... You actually won yeah, half a year in the exactly. end. <laughs> and that's why that 7.5, that 0.5 was important okay. because I compensated that 0.5 also in there. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, I, I, I graduated. Uh, well, I, I was I was always like this wild horse, uh, you know. I was I knew I was good. So, I was using the fact that mm-hmm. I was good. So, I was, I was not listening to the people a lot. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was that, so, I was, I was pushing to the borders. I remember uh, I, had, I had two A-minuses in my life. So, one of them was in a course called a sculpture. What? A sculpture. You are making Sculpt- a sculpture with a sculpture. clay. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was it was non-technical mm-hmm. course that you had to take. It was a summer semester and I had to, to take it. So the, the, this stupid teacher, who later actually was fired by the university for sexual harassment. So, no, no, it was a true story. Okay. So he came and he started to ask, what is your average? Mm-hmm. So in, in, in Cyprus, the system is out of 4.00, not 5.00. So he, he, he asked... Somebody said 3, 2.5, 3.7. He came to me and I said 4.00. And they said, so you will get C. So people will understand that how important this course is. Mm-hmm. So we laugh because it's a joke. Um, I mean, it should be a joke. Mm-hmm. But then he started to act very differently. I was asking question. He was answering. It was like this. You have to raise your hand. Then he comes to your table. He was coming to your table. He passed me and he goes to her table. And I was always saying that. What, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Anyway, then one day I got very angry. Then I took all this, this clay and I threw it in front of him. I said, what the fuck? I mean, why are you doing it? He said, no, I know. You want to run away from this course. I said, what do you mean? Oh, no, I I'm want here. to run away <laughs> from, from the course. He said, no, your question is that in a way that I think you want to run away. Mm. Uh, anyway, I went to drop the course because I found that something is not okay. And when I went there, they told me that the deadline was yesterday. 
<laughs> so I, I had no other choice. Okay. But luckily, the course was designed in a form that there, apart from the teacher, there were four more jury members. So mm-hmm. all of them give a grade, and he also give a grade. Mm-hmm. And in Cyprus, in order to be A, you have to be 85, or for that course, 85 and above. So the jury came, I met the, the sculpture of my leg, so it was pretty nice. So I got, I got uh, full from the first jury, full from the second mm-hmm. jury, full from the third, full from the fourth, and he gave me zero. <sighs> And on average, I got 84.9, mm-hmm. 84.9. So I need okay. 0.1 to be mm-hmm. to be A. So I remember I went to him and said that, okay, what, what would the grade? He said, I will give you A minus. I said that, but why? I said, no, no, it was, it was very bad. I said, look, it is very obvious. Everybody gave me the grade. I mean, if you give me even 0.5, I'm done. You gave me zero. He said, no, this is how it is. And he gave me A minus right in front of my mm-hmm. eyes. Then I remember I came to the corridor. I started to say very bad word to him, to his girlfriend at the time, to his parents, to everybody. And he mm-hmm. took me to the discipline committee. Well, I was the top student of the university. They said that uh, in the senior committee, okay, Amishav is very good, smart. Let's say that smart people are crazy and you just pass. Mm-hmm. And they just passed, but I got the A minus. Mm. Yeah, so it was a very sad That's story. That's really right? detailed rem- yeah. memories. <laughs> well, you always yeah, remember yeah. The, the exceptional ones, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I can yeah. see it's been a traumatic experience. Yeah. But, but, do you still but, but, have sculpture, they, though? No, I do like, uh, because th- I was saying that this guy is not normal. They nobody believed me. Two years later, he was fired for the sexual harassment. So yeah. it was, it was, he was not okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was very obvious. Artists mm-hmm. are crazy. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, artists are crazy, but crazy. I mean, he was, he was mentally... Mm. Um, uh, anyway, what so, about uh, how did you end up in Estonia? <laughs> Why are you rushing? It's the beginning of this story. <laughs> then I, I graduated. Patience, huh? exactly. Then I graduated. I started working in the university in Cyprus. Then I was for one year invited to Turkey as a rector advisor and vice dean of a faculty for a university. Then I came back to to, to Cyprus, and it is the time in 2011 to 2012. When I got my cat also, right? And then, uh, because I, I had an awful breakup and then I found the cat is very, very comfortable. And then, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm also human. Uh, so uh, then uh, there was this, um, uh, there was one student of mine. He came and he asked for a, for a reference letter mm-hmm. for University of Tartu. Oh. I said that there is University of Tartu. I said in Estonia. I remembered Estonia in the sense that I knew about Skype and I knew about this uh, USSR countries which came out. And I mm-hmm. remember I heard from Estonia about that. Then uh, I, I checked a, a little bit and there was the, the, the position. There was a position for docent in robotics. <laughs> docent in yeah, robotics, yeah. okay. So I applied for it, then they invited me to give a talk. Mm-hmm. So it was a two years position. I came, I gave a talk, they love it. Yeah. And they gave me a three years position, Yeah. right? So the guy who gave me the position, mm-hmm. he is one of my biggest enemy right now. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, we'll we, we, we get to that point also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I shouldn't say names, so we are probably not. You're yeah, advisable yeah. not to like yeah, yeah. people out unless you want them to. No, no. Actually I mean, know. I mean, I mean, if you say my name, people knows that who I'm, I'm talking in a global scale. Exactly. So anyway, he he uh, he hired me, but uh, the aim was that okay, he he seems to be good, but they thought that I am this 
pussycat who will only uh, say meow meow but I ended up to be a lion who was like going <laughs> so I came first within the first year I made one massive uh, so so then then I, I decided to come to Estonia mm-hmm. so I came to Estonia I, I love the country because they mm. told me it's cold so I was <laughs> running away from from That's the sun right. Mm-hmm. So people were telling me that, oh, shop, it will become minus 20, it will become minus 80. So they were, they were telling me these numbers and inside me I was smiling. <laughs> so, the, exactly. so the winter came, so the winter came and, uh, and then what happened was, uh, so it's eight years ago, so the winter came and I was out with a t-shirt. <laughs> and people were with all the jackets and they said that but what's happening I said that you don't understand I grew up in this type of weather so it's, it's, for yeah. me it's, it's super cool so uh, one of the disorders that I have in my brain is that I need to be fast and quick so I'm, I have this love of speed mm-hmm. so uh, when I came here I bought, I bought a Porsche and I said this little mm-hmm. one SHB and I start to collect traffic fine in <laughs> in one year the total of 1300 euro was it like a goal or like did you want it to <laughs> Uh, collect them like no, a I hobby mean, of oh, yours no or? I mean hobby of mine is, is spitting but I mean uh-huh. it's never been I, I, I didn't know that there is a police there um, I would, otherwise I would okay. go fast would have been orderly <laughs> yeah I would okay. yeah, I would be normal no I mean uh, uh, whoever listens to this this is bad I mean you shouldn't yeah. do it I mean uh, do, do not yeah, yeah, speed yeah. when no, you're no, no, no. in Estonia no no don't don't Unless spit anywhere no 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 no. I mean don't 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 spit because uh, I mean when, especially when you're young you don't realize if you kill yourself mm-hmm. I don't give a shit but you may kill other people I mean, yeah. which is mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not a good thing interesting that you mentioned uh, sp- getting speeding fines if you said you're working together with the Estonian police right no, now no, I mean, no, 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 no they know me that I mean I, I have been always very legal person I have mm-hmm. never broke any law mm-hmm. except uh, the speeding mm-hmm. um, and I have never and even the, the fines came from the courts because my speeds were very high they never said it was a dangerous driving because I was alone in, in the autobahn and all other things. It was just, mm-hmm. I was fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to put anybody's life in mm-hmm. danger and so on. Um, uh, so uh, so uh, 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 anyway, so so it started to be very cool. And then there was the opportunity for me to make something which is called MOOC, Massive Online Open Course. And I did it for the University of Tartu on Introduction to Image Processing and a field that I am expert. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me 7,000 euro. Mm-hmm. So this 7,000 euro is a grant, which I can pay all of it to myself as a salary. Of course, some will go as a tax. But I use that one and I establish a group, mm-hmm. a group which is ICV, Intelligent Computer Vision Group. Okay. The first and now the largest computer vision research lab in Baltic. Oh, yeah. So then I used that money. I made a group and I was lucky to have good people in the group. And I built on top of it. I started to bring projects. People start, okay, this guy, he started to bring the project to his own lab and surpassed me by selling my knowledge. But then I realized that this is happening. So there was the fight starting in, in, in 20, 20, end of 2014, beginning of 2015. And then I start to go out and people start to know me. And then lots of projects, touch the wood, touch the wood, start to come and still continue coming because we are giving very good quality uh, work. People start to have us as advisor and things like that. So then uh, the three years passed. Towards the end of the three year, uh, I brought lots of projects and then the university offered me the permanent position. So I got the permanent position and I said, okay, now I am sure that Estonia is the place that I want to put my anchor on. 
and I bought my house mm. and I got my dog. Mm-hmm. So then I have my, my family establish a cat and a dog and a house. <laughs> so um, you know, no headaches. I don't understand if they're arguing. Okay, mm-hmm. So so then, but I start to become to, to become very busy. Oh, okay, I'm also workaholic. So for me, being busy is, is absolutely very nice thing. Then uh, people start to know me in uh, different governmental level. Uh, for my work with the with the HD police, I gave them presentation. It start to become like I'm I'm giving advice and so on. Many startups uh, we work for them, including Verif, Cleveron, many, many, mm-hmm. many, many. Um, so I have a yeah. short question in between here. Yeah. Can you explain to our listeners in simple layman terms what do you do for those ah, startups? Okay, very good. Mm. For, for who? Good question. For normal people. Uh, for normal know. people, what I do? Um, okay, I I help them mm-hmm. to uh, utilize a computer in a more efficient form than the computer will help them to have an easier life. Mm-hmm. This is what the artificial intelligence is is standing for, right? So I always joke about it. I will say that I am a person that I will try when artificial intelligence wants to kill you. I'm trying to make it quick and painless. <laughs> okay, so, so at least so it knows the difference between <laughs> slow and torture and quick and painless. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So no, in general, yes, we are we are utilizing the, the computer. And because the computer can actually see you through the camera and hear you through the microphone. So we analyze all these type mm-hmm. of things. Uh, I have, for example, one startup company. Uh, it's a spin-off in University of Tartu, which is aiming for the HR. So instead of submitting your CV, you can read your CV. It analyzes your impressions. Mm. It tells you that how much introvert or extrovert you are. What are your skills you have? How many positive works oh, you are saying? How many negative CV? works? Yeah, you are, you are reading your CV. Yeah, it's like that. How you express yourself in front uh, of the yeah, computer. Exactly. So okay. it does all these type of analysis. <laughs> so, and, you know, for, for maybe now six years, I am doing work with, with Uriolic. So. So we do a lots of work on with psychologists because um, my speciality, you know, tomorrow is my inaugurations, you know, mm. um, professorship inaugurations, and my talk, for instance, is on human behavior analysis. So mm-hmm. how the computer AI mm-hmm. analyze your behavior, your Siri, your Google Home, your Alexa. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them are analyzing and so. So this is this is a very very simply. Cool Do you feel piece. like you said you're the only specialist in this field in Estonia? Yeah, right? I hope that there will be more. So. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a good thing to be the only the smartest one in the country, or you feel like you would evolve more and faster if there would be other oh, similar okay. people so, around? Okay, so so um, <laughs> I I love a teaching. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, my 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 passion. I have been the best lecturer in 2016, 2017-18, and I have been the best lecturer in 2018, 20. Uh, 2020, 2019-2020 so I love talking so right now there are 32 people working in, in my lab and uh, many of them who graduated, even the stupid one, got hired <laughs> by some labs. I mean, those people that I wouldn't hire. So it means that they they managed to establish something good. Mm-hmm. I always encourage uh, my my teammates to uh, go against me, like give the proposal, mm-hmm. own it, mm-hmm. have it, because I believe com- mm-hmm. competition is is always constructive. Yeah. I mean, otherwise I've. I never know how, what my quality because mm-hmm. we have to note Estonia. I mean, I love Estonia, but Estonia is a tiny country. If I want mm-hmm. to do the competition only within the Estonia, I will create a bubble. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I'm very good in that bubble. But if you look at it from the worldwide, I'm nothing. So in mm-hmm. order for me, I mean, I'm European wise. My works are known. Uh, luckily, they, they invited me in many big, big mm-hmm. uh, conferences and talks and so on. But um, uh, still, uh, I enjoy of this a little bit of I am I am an expert. There are companies like uh, Mind Titan. They try to do what, what I'm doing, but it ended up that... Uh, I, I have to correct their mistakes or comments on their work, well, which I have done. That's good business for you in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, that definitely it is. But I believe that my business can, can become like 10 times better if yeah. there is a competition inside yeah. it. Because if there is a competition... Yeah, you always I need to not, figure out something what no, is better than that. No, no, no. no yeah, mm-hmm. One thing like that. The other thing is I... I need to explain to people mm-hmm. what I am doing and why they need to give their money to me mm-hmm. to do it for them. Yeah. But if there is a competition, I don't need to do it because the competition <laughs> is there. People can see the competition, so mm-hmm. they see that the need exists. So this is this is actually the psychology that I have in, in my in my head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there are some of my now a new PhD student graduate. I try to convince them to stay and then make their own lab. I will help them to do it. Uh, but this is the mentality that, for example, Google has. If you are working in Google, after the first year, Google heavily recommend you to go and make a company which comes kind of competed in some fit with Google. Mm-hmm. And Google says that I will become your first customer. So by this, actually, Google becomes stronger because then the smart people mm-hmm. grow. But, and uh, it they feel Google. also more yeah, autonomous yeah, exactly, and not exactly, like they're working exactly, for big corporations exactly, like for themselves. Exactly. So this is this is this is my, my aim. So I, I feel very very much happy to see that there are um, successful graduates of mine. They have their mm-hmm. own company. They are doing mm-hmm. their own business. Uh, many times I, I help them uh, for free, which is against my my Jewish beliefs. But uh, <laughs> but still but still I mean I I enjoy to see because. In my opinion, when I see some of the people that I taught them, they are successful. It means I was successful to transfer exactly. my knowledge properly to mm-hmm. them so they can build on top of it. So at least this is this is my mentality. Mm-hmm. This being said, mm-hmm. so I have been elected as the best lecturer. Mm-hmm. A student voted for me. They sent me an email. They, they said lots of nice things. And then um, last week, uh, my institute, the director and the program director of uh, robotics and computer engineering, they said we don't care about student votes and they took my courses they said they don't let me to teach oh wow yeah Yeah, it was very interesting Uh, I actually talked with the university the university was very surprised they said that I can put them into the university this committee for employment harassment it's apparently but I'm busy but this is this was very sad that they said that they don't care about the students because the university has only one client and it's students. I mean, if yeah, you don't care exactly. about it, let, and, let's and move the students out and then university closing in yeah. the next seven days. Yeah, <laughs> and in the end, you know, it should be their uh, kind of point of view as well to make sure that the, the excellency of those students that uh, finally finish and graduate the Absolutely. university is like the top notch. No, no, but I mean, you know. I am one of those students that I'm sitting in here mm-hmm. and um, apparently I will die. And then there, it means that there will be those younger students who will sit on, on my chair. It's not my chair. It's it's a position which mm-hmm. is comes and goes. So it's, mm-hmm. you have to keep the, the flow. And this is this is how the whole world goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, okay, when I was coming to Estonia, mm-hmm. I had one mentor in UK and he told me, uh, Shab, are you sure you want to go to Estonia? I said, yes. Why? He said, okay, then be prepared. Prepared for some 
post-Soviet phenomenon. What is I a said, post-Soviet phenomenon? Yeah, I said, what is a post-Soviet <laughs> phenomenon? He said, yeah. you are smart enough, you will find out. And then when I came to the university, I start to see okay. there are some dinosaurs what the? who are who are saying that as people this is, right? yes this mm-hmm. is my position uh, yeah. nobody can take it mm-hmm. even a challenge to death and that's why that you see some labs there are people who are in the labs they are kind of killing the talents they see yeah. that you are successful they will make sure that your legs will be broken so this is something <laughs> that i i heavily argue and fight mm-hmm. fight with it and that's mm-hmm. actually kickback for mm. my publicity and I liked it. But do you think this is like something that is very Estonian or do you think it's no, a general no, no, thing? No, because I no, think no. there's a lot they of said people that out this there is, as well. Like no, no. The they said thing. this is Estonian. Okay. okay. I said it's very easy to, 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 to blame. Oh, it's yeah. Estonian. But unfortunately, I have so many Estonian friends that they're amazing people and mm-hmm. I'm, I am using them as a role model. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning from them. So I cannot say this is this is Estonian. I think this is gets back to the characteristic of the person. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. you can call it the post-Soviet, but I believe that if you put them anywhere around the world, they are they are, they are like that. Yeah. It's not about the water or the mm-hmm. air that they are. It's they are like consuming. a self-preservation thing. Uh, it's yeah. like, I've been around here 30 years, I'm going to stay for another 30. And you know, you cannot uh, 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 Barack Obama, once said something he said I don't understand those rappers who come in front of the camera and show all the Rolex watch like 10 watches and all Mm -hmm. the golds on the face and everything in my opinion in his opinion these people have lack of confidence yeah that everybody it's my chair my Mm -hmm. position you want to come to this I will break your legs I mean I I hope I will never turn to a person like this but Mm -hmm. up to today I have always, at least people can definitely confirm this, that I encourage people, Mm -hmm. be successful. If it means that you will become my competitor, so this is a challenge for me Mm -hmm. to show that I am good, but you can be even better than me. This Mm -hmm. is the world. It's super big. It has Mm -hmm. space for everyone. How would you actually compare like Estonians and the Iranian people? Ah, okay. Uh, Very good. Um, Good question. You know, I told you the story of my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It ended up that I have been living in England for, for uh, 7.5, let's say 7, mm-hmm. then 13 years in in, in 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 Iran, and then 10 years in Cyprus, and now 8 years in Estonia. Mm-hmm. Then there was this personality test I was supposed to do, and they find that I don't have an, a mother tongue. Oh. <laughs> uh, if I want to express my emotion, like if mm-hmm. I want to be a romantic man, all my words comes in Turkish, oh. which I learned in Cyprus. I cannot express it. If I want to do the math and the the, the scientific thing, it will be in English. I cannot do it in any other uh, languages. And if I want to describe some some very, very daily things, it turns out to be in in Persian. My sister lives in Australia. Mm -hmm. So my my niece was born, is an Australian, was born in Australia. My brother is British. It's living in England. Uh, His his, uh, son, British. I ended up that we are talking with brothers and sisters and the kids all all in English, mostly in English mm-hmm. so uh, even sometimes when I'm talking with my parents when I finish my sentence my mom says okay Shab, can you say it in Persian I don't realize that I'm switching between the languages mm-hmm. and now in particular when I'm talking there are words which are I'm saying it in mm-hmm. Estonian so my brain is you know I am, yeah. I am lazy <laughs> so I pick up the small syllabus words so mm-hmm. when I make a sentence it's made of multiple languages Interesting, yeah. and I remember two weeks ago I was in Finland and I was commenting on Finnish language 
and comparing with Estonian and I was managing to know many Estonian words which I was very surprised mm-hmm. uh, they, because you know in Finnish uh, hello is moi mm-hmm. so I said that yes it's like tere in Estonian and they said no no tere in, in, in Finnish is terve yeah. mm-hmm. which is like more like ciao, ciao exactly yeah. but then I told them well very interesting because terve in Estonian means health Mm-hmm. And then we have this terisex, which means that like cheers. Mm-hmm. And in in Finnish they say it will be te- no, it will be it will be uh, terve oleksi, 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 oh. terve oleksi. Is is terisex? Mm-hmm. I mean there are multiple versions. Well, terisex in in the form of uh, cheers is kippis in mm-hmm. Finnish. Maybe it's but like bless terisex you for your health. Yeah, for your health. It the, is, yeah, the, yeah. The, okay, the I said the ter, ter, yeah. terri, but I mean, I remember I said this. Terisex, we use it for mm-hmm. when we want to say cheers. They say, okay, then it will become uh, terviolexi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so it was very interesting for me that I, I was I was ambassador of Estonia. Mm-hmm. I was talking about yeah, Estonian yeah, language. Yeah. But I, I am representing Estonia in a couple of uh, European uh, cost actions. In other words, you have representative of the country. Some of them, there is one other person usually from Tate, but there are most of them I am the, the solo one and I'm very proud of representing the flag of this mm-hmm. country in, in some some events. If somebody asks you where is your home, what would you tell them? Right I now? say uh, it has to talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so right now your home is where you yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a dog are and you have yeah, been yeah. I was I was traveling a lot uh, to to around the world because I was consulting one Japanese company so I used to go to Japan a lot and come back and I was uh, doing some work for for UK I was going and come back uh, and then uh, every time I remember I was texting my friends Estonian friends when I was going to the airport I said that I just start to feel I miss uh, Estonia yeah. and it was unbelievable I was getting very good money out of Estonia but every time I was I was like in prison I was texting my friends 11 days left <laughs> 10 days left 9 oh, days left to, okay. to come back mm-hmm. so I feel home so so you see there are lots mm-hmm. of not nice people necessarily as you say in, in the, even in the university level oh. but there are 90% of people are amazing That's nice. in particular one thing which is very really cool about Estonians mm-hmm. people don't talk with each other oh, <laughs> so oh that's your God. favorite part oh, super super nice super nice super mm. nice it's super nice why do you enjoy that oh but I, I think get back to the fact that then you can uh, preserve your privacy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, it was like uh, uh, when we have this corona was on the peak and you should have this two plus two mm-hmm. right you have to keep the distance two meter so it was very nice after they removed it out because people can go back to the previous five meter <laughs> distance yeah. right so, so it was it was it was very very good uh, um uh, i have a neighbor you know uh, arne he's amazing person uh, i mean a very good estonia role model i would say so time to time we talk but again it's very very nice i mean you just talk maybe Five minutes per day when you are seeing, and that's it. You don't you don't need to spend huge amount of time, waste your day to talk about small talk. Yeah, just yeah, get I mean, to the point, right? Yeah, well, yeah. What, what's what's the point? How how was your day? How did you do? What did you do at your work? None of your business. Fully mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, even if you tell them, it's they don't actually care about it that much, or do they? Uh, yeah, or. I don't care if you care. I mean, <laughs> let's say so like you this. really like to keep it like detail oriented, straight to the point. 
to yeah, yeah, exactly. To the I, I still, line. And, 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 and you know, I, it is, this is all, all getting back. Mm -hmm. I told you, I have very obsessed with a speed. Yeah, I yeah, want to think to be quick. So mm -hmm. introduction is always very boring part for me. I mean, why do you need to do the introduction? You call me here, so ask me your question. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I I talk with with Finns in particular. Oh my God, they they say that okay, shop. We want to ask some question regarding to let's say artificial intelligence on e-commerce. I say, okay, cool. I agree with them to have a, a Zoom meeting. One hour of Zoom meeting, the first 15 minutes, they are talking about, yeah, the number of Corona, the things. <laughs> the introduction like, to the like, whole thing. Like, I, I, like I, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I became friend with them and I, I, I told them, no, don't find me rude, but... I really don't care. Mm -hmm. If I, I care about the number of coroners, I Google mm -hmm. it. I mean, I don't need you to, to read me a report. <laughs> so let's be effective. Uh, so this, this is this is the, the reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, uh, but have you noticed that Estonians are effective? Very subjective. I mean, uh, most of them are not talking. It doesn't mean that when they talk, it's an effective talk. True. <laughs> uh, but uh, again, uh, I, I consider myself, I have been blessed to meet maybe 90, 95% of the people that I met are very smart and talented people. So they had very effective talk. When I'm talking with, uh, with the uh, police, uh, they are very effective, very up to the point, and nobody do uh, any any blah blah talk and mm -hmm. there is no point when I'm talking with the startups and I'm talking with a bigger company they're all all like that but again like like any other country you always have good people and bad people I was lucky not to see many of the bad people but that's enough to see a few if you had to describe um, an, like an average uh, Estonian how would you describe an Estonian besides the fact that we don't do blah blah and we're straight to the point. I mean okay <laughs> I, I, you know I told you Estonia is kind of like a dream country for me and Estonian mm. people and their behavior are like a dream type of behavior that's nice so, to hear. so an, an average Estonian <laughs> is an ideal person very 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 subjective because for example I again I, I go to Cyprus time to time because uh, my 20s was in Cyprus. I, I am also connected to, to that place. Mm -hmm. I love that place and so on. Uh, but I suffer when I go there for all of these talks. People are very kind-hearted, but they're too kind-hearted. They, mm -hmm. they, they want you to be involved in their, in their loop of kind-heartedness. And mm -hmm. I don't want to, not to, to be disrespect, yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. I just don't want to. Personal I mean, choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For them, this is not a personal choice, yeah. right? This is like, if you don't do it, it's very rude. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a cultural thing. Yeah, exactly. There. I mean, in Estonia, mm -hmm. you know, uh, my, no, no, no. I mean, my, we have a small tree fence between me and my yeah. neighbor, and during the summer in particular, Particular. They are sitting in in the terrace. I come to sit in my in my terrace. My dog goes around, so they always say, "Oh, Skippy!" and then Skippy mm -hmm. go crazy. <laughs> but I can sit there. I don't need to have the headphones, yeah. and I can eat my food without talking with them. Yeah. And it is absolutely mm -hmm. normal. This is super <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. So if you, if I was doing it in Cyprus, I had to have the headphone. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter yeah. if it, anything is playing. Yeah, exactly. Just pretend that know. yeah, I am not. I am not listening to you. Yeah. And I can hear. They said, "Oh, shop, oh, shop." And at <laughs> and some point, they come, "Oh, shop!" <laughs> said yes, and they say, "Okay, how is it going?" Uh, but how about how is it with the Iranian people? Uh, okay. Um, you know, uh, um, Iranian people, they went to the embassy. I'm, I'm Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. So, and you, 
you, you know from the news that Iran and Israel are not necessarily very good friends. Mm-hmm. So the Iranian students went to the to the embassy and they complained and they said that Shahab is an uh, Israeli spy. So they don't like me. I don't like them either. So this is the, the two-way hatred. Mm-hmm. So this is this is very good. I had some Iranian students and when they graduated, they made a big complaint about me that uh, I am what's called uh, they suffer in my regime oh. it was the oh, wow. and then one of them one of them said that yeah sh- sh- we were working uh, uh, sh- I was underpaid in Shahab's lab so it was a very big claim mm-hmm. and then the institute brought up all the monies he was the highest paid person, oh, wow. highest paid PhD student whole in institute. Mm-hmm. So, so they are, they are, they are mentally not, not okay. But mm-hmm. uh, it was very interesting. Uh, even when, when I was living mm-hmm. in Iran, I remember my, my uh, father's friend was saying that your, your little son, I was a mid, mid kid, my sister mm-hmm. is older than me, than my, 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 my brother. They said that your, your little son is very good, but your, your older son is something. They always say, is something. What is that something? Nobody knows. But I was, I was always not, not very much into them. So uh, that's why that if you look at my friend list, mm-hmm. if you put my family aside, I don't know if you find any Iranian in my, for example, Facebook list like, and so on. I just hate is, them. Is it then, can you say like, com- in like generally that Iranian people don't like to stick together when they're abroad? Oh, no, 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 or, no, 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 or it's no, just no, vice no, 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 vice versa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can go, uh, it's it's kind of, I think, Middle Eastern thing. They go yeah. and stick to, to each other. I Family always oppose them. Uh, I mean, look-wise, look-wise, I am too white. Maybe I'm not white in the Estonian definition. I might be. I'm whiter than many Estonians, actually. <laughs> yeah, you are pretty good on the white department. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I could go to this KKK. Uh, no, I, I'll tell you an, a story of racism. No, that, come on, that's okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so because of that, I was always being treated like... Um, not already. Not into the, into the mm. community, which I really loved it. <laughs> I, I don't want to disrespect to, to any of the Iranians. I just don't like them. I, I'm, I'm not meant to like mm. everybody everything so, and so you, on you feel like you're uh, definitely out of place already in iran and yeah, exactly. in that sense stepping out of the culture that was already there which you didn't fit in seemed quite normal for you uh, because my my tens like from from seven to, to mm-hmm. like 28 yeah, 8 to 20 yeah no no i mean when i was talking with my classmates iranian it was an iran with the iranian classmate they were talking about the cartoons that they watched four years ago <laughs> but yeah. i didn't watch it you I watched Postman Pat because I, I was yeah. what, what BBC Two was yeah. was showing it. BBC mm-hmm. Three was showing it, so so I was not clicking. So they were talking, and I was like at the at the side. But I was again, I was a very good student, so I was very happy. Mm-hmm. I was doing my own reading, reading mm-hmm. books, and, and and things things like that. Regarding mm-hmm. to the these white things and racism, the first time that my name went to the newspaper in Estonia mm-hmm. was for racism. Oh, yeah. So there was one Armenian student. Uh, he was a PhD student. He was stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was stupid. Okay. I mean, like, like he was really stupid. Mm-hmm. I really helped him. There was lots of emails that I was supporting and so on. And then at the end, we said that, look, I, this was my exact word to him. You are stupid. You cannot do PhD. Then we said that you will be dismissed. Mm-hmm. 
So he was dismissed by, by the institute and so on. And then he, he, uh, put, uh, he went to the faculty, to the dean, and uh, made a big letter against me that I am biased. Uh, and then the, the dean called me and he said that, yeah, sharp, this, this thing came. I said, yeah, I know, I was expecting, but I mean, really, we cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have any knowledge and know-how. Mm-hmm. Then he said that, okay, what we do, what the faculty will do, they said they will make an exam with some like basic knowledge of math and programming. Third party will prepare the question. Yeah. They will ask him, and then based on the result, they will decide if they have mm-hmm. they, if I'm a bad person or a mm-hmm. good person. <laughs> and I remember Peter Burke, he's one of my mentors, he was a dean at the time. He said, Shah, but what will happen if he pass? I said, look, Peter, he's stupid. <laughs> I remember he cannot pass. If he pass, I can guarantee you, I will resign before you yeah. find me. I resign. I mean, because your evaluation no, then seems no, like no. I mean, I know you. Just, I really <laughs> did everything. Thing. Again, maybe he can be successful in I don't know in business. Maybe he can be successful in economy. But he is stupid in 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 computer vision and AI. I mean, I I might not be good. I am awful in I don't know languages. I, that's why I don't I cannot learn languages very well. But I'm stupid in languages. But it doesn't mean I'm stupid in math, for instance. Yeah. So this guy was stupid in in our field. So they made the exam. He never appeared. He never appeared. So he put the. Uh, he went to the newspaper. Okay. He put the university and my name and one guy as uh, a racist people. And because he's Armenian, he uh, we have treated him like this. I mean, it's very stupid. Armenian community is one of the biggest community in the University of Tartu. University of Tartu cannot be racist against yeah. Armenian. <laughs> And funny, he was he was accusing Estonia, accusing all of us, and he was meanwhile getting money still from the uh, Estonian government because mm-hmm. there is this old Soviet countries people yeah. that comes, yeah. So he was using the money against us. So he went to the court. We, we were in the newspaper. I was super. People were very panicked. I was very happy because mm-hmm. people in the newspaper they typed my name properly, full <laughs> name. So it was super publicity. <laughs> And then for for three years, you know, 2014, this happened, 2015, 2016, till mid-2017, when I was going to meet people, mm-hmm. I was telling them, have you read that racist news? I am that guy. So this was my, my pitch line to make the people connection so you, with you the people. It into a yeah, 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 yeah. So then, then it, it became very funny. So he, he went to the court and he, lo- of course, lost the, the court because there was no, no basis. And then my emails, they printed up my emails, the lawyer of the university, they showed that how much effort I put yeah. To, to him so the he the court said it is dismissed he has to pay compensation to the university and then he put the court of uh, Tartu into the court of uh, Estonia he lost and then he put the government of Estonia into the human right government mm-hmm. a human right court in Belgium mm-hmm. that Estonians are yeah. racist so much effort into uh, yeah. the whole court and case all couldn't time, put the same. you know all time but the sad thing was he was getting money still from the Estonian Estonian yeah. government. And this is you have to respect the, yeah, exactly. the, 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 the people. Seems very controversial. You. Why are you taking the yeah. money then from mm-hmm. people so that this, you? This, he was really very stupid. Mm-hmm. So so that thing 
was a very winning card for me. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody was saying that Shahab is racist, they laugh at it. Because I was in the court for racism and ended up not to be racist. So you're so. proud of the publicity. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah the this attention. is, I mean, I like to, to be known. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, am, I am from Middle East. I'm Jew. Mm -hmm. So it puts me in super minorities. I can yeah. do all type of jokes I want. And <laughs> nobody But actually, it. is, is being a Jew in Iran, is that common? Or uh, after Israel, Iran has the highest number of Jew oh, okay. in Middle East. So, mm -hmm. so, because, you know, at the Moses time, I wasn't there. But when they left uh, Egypt, they got lost. Mm -hmm. And the king of uh, Persia... Uh, settled them in Iran. So they actually settled for, for right 700, 800 years in Iran. So they mm -hmm. have been rooted. So culture-wise, we are very much mm -hmm. connected. So are you was, connected to the Jewish community uh, here in Estonia yes, as well? Yes, I am quite an active member of the Jewish community of Tartu, which is a cultural... Uh, mm -hmm. So... I, you know, when you are, you say Jew, there are two yeah. things. You are yeah. religious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are religious, which mm -hmm. you can convert to Judaism, like Donald Trump's daughter and things like that. Or you are cultural Jew, mm -hmm. which is, comes through the mother by the blood. Mm -hmm. I'm cultural Jew. <laughs> I, I, I respect all the religion as people, all the religions. I question uh, God as much as an atheist do, though, although I believe I think in God, but uh, not I think, I am sure that I believe, but I have my own question. So mm -hmm. I, I, there is nobody who can put me in any, any particular category. Mm -hmm. You know, Jewish people are very restrict. You should have kosher life and so on. But I mean, bacon is just so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot resist that. Well, and uh, alcohol is my good friend. Uh, yeah. What other foods do you like? Or have you found any weird foods in Estonia? I mean, potato is everywhere. I mean, <laughs> so there wasn't anything weird in that. Uh, I like eating in general, and I like meat. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I love animals, so I cannot understand uh, how to to be vegetarian mm -hmm. because vegetarians are eating the animals' food and kill them for their mm -hmm. hunger. I eat the animals when yeah. they are dead already, so okay. I like meat. But did you grow up with eating like with hand or with uh, fork? And, I told you I was uh, not. I was not living six thousand years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I I was born. Uh, you know, we, we we were born in a very poor family. My mom should wash our gold fork and knives with her own hands, and we were okay. eating the caviar with the bread. <laughs> no, I mean like normal people. Very, very surprisingly, we were eating with a fork. Uh, I know some Arabic countries they are eating with hands. You know, if if you tell an Estonian you are Russian, it's quite an insult. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. So if you tell a Persian you are an Arab, it's also an insult. So Arabs eat by the hand. Persian were eating by fork and knife. So okay, I'm sorry. For the last two thousand years, just, uh, like uh, saying it because I I've traveled to Israel and I've stayed with like local people who were yeah. like Jewish and they still ate with uh, like. Uh, with bread, piece of bread. Well, I can take I can take you to so one of my my Estonian Estonian friends, yeah. and he eats food like that. Okay. He put his fingers into the stew and take the potato out and put it in his mouth. <laughs> okay, so, okay. so I mean, maybe yes, you met the wrong person. Maybe, maybe there's all next time when versions. you go, t you tell me I will introduce you to more civilized people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, but what, uh, let's talk about the language, for example. You uh, okay. mentioned many times that you're not the fan of. Uh, no, 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 no. I am a fan, but my I'm stupid in learning the languages. Okay. My brain just that language part doesn't work. I speak fluently English, Persian, Turkish, and when I say fluently. I cannot express my feeling in any other languages than, than in, in uh, Turkish. I cannot do the arithmetic operation in any languages than, than English. But these three languages are my spoken languages, which I have no, no problem of doing the communication. I learned the, okay, two years ago, I tried to learn Hebrew. Uh, it was okay, then I didn't use it, I forgot. My Estonian is uh, okay. I think I understand when you are speaking Estonian, I cannot tell you how many words you mentioned, so I can find the words. Uh, some of the words, I know their meanings. Uh, and especially if the conversation, like when I'm talking with police, sometimes they ask a question in Estonian and I can answer them in English because I, I get the, the, the thing. My f not fear, the problem with me is I cannot make the sentences. So with some of my inner circle Estonians, I make the sentences. It's very wrong because the endings and things are not okay, but everybody understands what I meant, mm -hmm. right? So, but I'm, I'm practicing it. And the problem, okay, here is all Estonia. If you're really listening to me, the problem is all Estonians because they speak excellent English. So they never let me to feel. I need to learn. I need to learn Estonian. It's the, don't worry, it's the helpful Estonians. No, They're trying to practice I their came, English. I came to Estonia. I came to Estonia day one. Day one, I was in a bus. So I said, okay, I have to tell this bus driver that I need to buy a ticket. So I asked him if I want to buy a ticket. Oh my God, with such a strong British accent, he spoke, I said that he's the Shakespeare. <laughs> I mean, like, then, I mean then, that, that was the issue. I never, never felt. Okay, there are some old grandmas that they, they don't speak English, but... I'm not into grannies, so so I never felt that. We should I, just send you, you know, to yeah. the countryside, leave yeah. you there no, no, for a but, month, and but, then you will learn I feel Estonia. in order for me, if you know, I want to live in Estonia, with high probably I, I'm planning to die in Estonia. So I need to be integrated to the community, and this is this is very normal and natural for me to learn Estonian. Nobody, I don't need an external force. I understand yeah. if I want to be here, it's very natural. So I can I can read some literatures in Estonia. So I can know, I, I can be integrated to the culture, you yeah. know? So, so, but um, I think my brain is not very good. Many people tried. Mm -hmm. uh, for 10 times, I registered to the Estonian languages. A uh, couple of times I was kicked out. A couple of times I dropped. Couple of times I gave up because you know I'm also busy I'm, I'm working mm -hmm. making money I love money a lot so I just pick up money over the mm -hmm. language I guess so uh, and then I know a few Finnish words and that's it so I'm not very good with, with, with the uh, languages mm -hmm. although for example uh, for 13 years I was working with theater even in Cyprus I was being paid for acting and I was mm -hmm. writing scripts in for theater in Turkish so I had that knowledge of doing doing it in Estonia, I was also with the, with the theater for one and a half year. Then I did a little bit with, with the comedy Estonia, so I was doing the stand ups. Then I became busy uh, again. How I define busy? Who pays me more? That makes me the priority. I mean, I'm very, very, very easy to read type of person. I'm like my dog. You show the bones, she shake the bones. You show me the money, I start to smile. Do you have any favorite words in Estonian? 
Uh, <laughs> if you say money, do you know how to say money? Run, mommy. Uh, this is my first word. There are lots of words. Let me. What's my favorite? Pick one. Uh, oh no! I mean, I love the word armistice. I don't armistice. know. I think I find between all the armistice you know, is love in Estonian for. For the ones who don't Thank you. speak. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I, because I was about to say that uh, in the word love <laughs> is uh, in Turkish, uh, in Turkish, aşk, in Persian, eşk, and in uh, Estonian, armastus. <laughs> and I find the word armastus most suitable thing really? for the love. So I really love that word. <laughs> Maybe the armastus coffee was also contributing in that. <laughs> uh, so. Um, well, uh, I like lots of Estonian bad words. They sounds very nice to me, but I I, I think that people didn't did find it's like it very with nice. French. If you curse in French, yeah. it still sounds yeah, very yeah, romantic. Yeah, exactly. Like, How can or, it? Or like aggressiveness in German. You say yeah. I love you. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then. Very interesting thing when you are multilingual is how some words are okay in one language and are not okay in another language. And I can tell you an example of it. Mm-hmm. You know apricots. Yes. Yeah? So the word, the second part of this word is one of the rudest words in Persian. Okay. <laughs> which is like the very rude form of saying vagina. You mean so, goes? Yes, exactly. Okay, but do you know it. the word goes means together in Estonian? Uh, yeah, but not maybe. Which kind of maybe, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there is another thing. If you want to say in Estonian something up to, you use the word kuni, mm-hmm. which is again another extremely bad word in uh, a little bit racist word, so mm-hmm. I don't translate it in Persian. But it was for me very. Uh, have you done any of the certificates of Estonian uh, language by now? Uh, the answer Not is yet. no. You know, I only need to have this. B2 is lower than B1, right? Uh, B2 no, is B2 higher. higher is okay, I need to have B1. A B1? Okay. I need to have B1, then, uh, then I can... Uh, become a citizen. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And everything is like, uh, my, my, my depends on my B1. Mm-hmm. Which I remember, yes. you taught me about these speeding tickets and the, uh, the consultancy mm-hmm. with the uh, Estonian police and so on. Mm-hmm. That's how you learned the numbers of Estonian in Estonian? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> numbers in Estonian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is how I start to learn what is what is thousand euros that was probably in Estonia. First language numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then uh, no, um, I remember. So I had uh, two speeding tickets. Both mm-hmm. of them were in them. Um, not I shouldn't go fast, but it was the autobahn of Tallinn and so on. So I was going fast, but one hundred fifty something. And then the police stop, and you know, um, if you're a speed in the 90 region, it's I think 130 and above, the police cannot write you a fine. They make a report, they send it to the court of yeah. that county, and the court will make a decision. If you're 160 and above, uh, the police arrest you immediately again. All right? Yeah. So, so I learned it in a hard way. <laughs> But luckily, before being arrested. So then uh, I remember, um, so I had this international driving license. So I was near in Estonia. I was doing the speeding. Then I got the tickets. Then I went to ARC to, to mm-hmm. change my driving license to the Estonian driving license. And then uh, the um, uh, lady put into system. She looked at me and said, I can see you have learned all the Estonian rules. <laughs> <laughs> 
I laughed and so on. Of course, this is not something I will be proud of. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, this is this is like obsessed for a spitting. I remember the second time that the police stopped me. Uh, they told me uh, at that time there was no Estirajo Museum. They told me this is the old airport. Uh, which we are, we go there and people cannot speak, but we don't go there very frequently. Ah, that's Radi. Radi yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. so her, his word was like this, but we don't go there very frequently. <laughs> so I used to go with my Porsche and go, yeah. I just get my satisfaction and yeah. orgasm. Oh, I'll relax and then go work. Yeah. Then um, uh, I remember I sold my, 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 my Porsche. I bought an, a slow car, a Nissan Qashqai. It was so slow that I couldn't bear it. So I sold it immediately. <laughs> then I bought actually my house. And then I bought a, Mer- a Mercedes. Then I got fined again for the speeding. Then I sold it. Then I bought a <laughs> Mazda because I didn't want to speed. Then I found it extremely slow. Then I bought a BMW. I start to collect the ticket. <laughs> uh, then I said that I can afford it now. So I sold the BMW. I bought this new Mercedes. Uh, still no ticket. I try not to to, to actually break break the the, the law and things like that. But at least not intentionally. Yeah, uh, at least definitely not not intentionally. So when when the police, I, I told the, the police because of course the police that I am I am dealing working with are not them them uh, this. Um, road police for the traffic and so on although they see the whole whole systems so I told them but I was I was always very very sincere because when the police stopped me I have never told them I, any lie I said yes I was fast yes it was like that I was always always cooperative and uh, I, I I know I shouldn't do it uh, but but uh, mm-hmm. um, I have seen British police uh, Cypriot police Turkish police and Estonian police uh, I have. I don't remember if I have seen the the uh, Persian Persian police. Yeah, um, but among all of them, and I have been uh, traveled around the world, mm-hmm. so I have talked with many police around the world too. I can tell you, no police is as human mm-hmm. and as nice as Estonian police yeah, are. So they are amazing people, very helpful, very 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 helpful. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you one story on that. My cat was sick in in February. Nobody knows why she got sick and magic happened. She healed. Nobody knows what happens with that. But uh, she was under medication. She, she was in even this Markul clinic yeah, for even in the life tube for a couple of days and so on. I have a funny story in there. And then, uh, but I have to take her in the morning for giving the medication because I didn't have the heart of doing it by myself. So I was taking her back and in the evening but it has to happen within 30 minutes of one time slot Mm -hmm. so once i was in Tallinn, i came back very quickly because i wanted to meet so i was driving my uh with my cat towards there so in the 50 region i was 82 police stopped me and then the police actually came behind me but i i i saw the police but i was like i i don't care about the money i care about my cat no 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 no. let me tell you the police stops then i told the the police yeah you were going fast i said yes i was going very fast there is no argue please if you want to find me do it immediately i have 15 minutes and i have to take my cat to to there and i told them uh, the whole story very quickly and he was very kind he said okay go and they came behind me 
they came behind me we went to the uh, clinic i gave my cat and then i came i went to their van they gave me the fine i mm. immediately there i paid i mean it was a 130 euro not much uh, but it was amazing they they showed this compassion this, yeah mm-hmm. then i wrote a very i knew his bosses and so on i wrote a very big email to the police to the few head head polices and i wrote his disguise name and i appreciated and they it was very interesting the police got back to me they thanked me for appreciating their services mm-hmm. so they're very amazing yeah So in general, so uh, maybe 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 there are some people who are uh, less tolerant. I still respect it. I was okay if police was not tolerating because they were doing their duty. But they show they are also humans. So it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. They do it in smaller ways as well, which is nice. Like my sister has a big fear for like uh, dogs that are without leashes, and uh, she doesn't like to go running outside because there are dogs running mm. without leashes, and she gets like. a bit panicked and she wrote it to the police and then the police got back to her and they made a big campaign about like people should oh, yeah, yeah. have leashes and then they wrote back to her like did you have you noticed differences and like they have this back and forth conversation so they're like excellent nice. excellent this is this is absolutely excellent so you know as a taxpayer you're very excellent <laughs> all the money goes in the right place so this is this is amazing so i would be happy to to support them i have a general question yes. about you integrating into estonian society like have you noticed in the let's i don't was it eight years in estonia yeah in this uh, eight years of time like yes you look like a white man that would probably belong but maybe looks a little bit foreign have you had like any uh Problems in in general about. <laughs> I mean, uh, as a, uh, I I joke a lot about racism. So yeah. if I met a racist person, I kind of understand him. <laughs> so I have never been um, subject to racism okay. uh, in in anywhere around the world. Uh, I have been uh, assumed once in whole eight years. I'm Russian. Mm-hmm. in Estonia sense. but uh, <laughs> most of the time people think I am Italian or Greek and there was even this woman who said that you are Italian I mean I was paying with my, my uh, ITC card so it was my last name on the card she looked and said you're Italian I said how do you know She said, your last name, I'm Barry Affari. <laughs> She pronounced it in a way that I start to believe I am Italian. She said, of course I'm Italian. I didn't break her heart. I said, oh, you're very cute, very nice. I mean, so, but yeah, people think of that to, to, towards the, the South. I have heard the stories, which is very sad. I mean, the stories of racism and so on. I think this racism is actually a big psychological issue and social issue which need to be to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from lack of confidence of the, the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was I was talking with, with uh, uh, a few Finnish people and I said that, how is it in Finland? I mean, should, should if, if somebody comes to Finland, should they learn Finnish and so on? The, the lady said, why? <laughs> Only maybe five million people speak Finnish. Why should they learn Finnish? It was it was very interesting. It shows the the confidence that they have on their language, on their everything, that they don't need to force you. And this is the thing that I feel with Estonian language. Nobody is forcing. I understand I have to have this B1 to, to become the citizen and so on, but nobody is forcing me. I am very I feel I'm integrated into the into the mm-hmm. society. It has happened. I had a problem with this rag and cell of collecting the, the rubbish. Mm-hmm. So I called. The lady said, my English little, little, later, later. Mm. 
And then she dropped the call. I didn't understand it. But like in a matter of two minutes, one person called from there and said that, yes, you called us, but she couldn't speak. So it means that the people are very helpful. Yeah. So I, I feel that I'm integrated. So I have not met those type of racist people. I think I have this habit of talking and talking and talking. So with Hyperbole, I will debate with them a lot. Maybe they get angry and they want to hit, but I don't know. I will hit back, I guess. But... Um, um, I don't. I don't see any any issue that oh, because I was foreigner that happened. I am a gold client of my bank. They serve me excellent. I'm a platinum member in Telia. They serve me excellent. I have mortgage. I have leasing. They have never ever treated me that. Ah, oh, you are not an Estonian. Maybe my high salary was also affecting, but still. Mm-hmm. This is my life. I have to comment about my life. So I have been yeah, exactly. always very well. People Maybe like you see me, talk mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So so uh, as an Estonian, so uh, I feel very very happy and well integrated. So people were happy, and always helpful around me. Maybe it has also something to do with you being a stand-up comedian every once in a while. That, is that, that, that a way that's uh, no, 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 no. that's um, that's true to get uh, like out of this sticky situation? Uh, me, or is let, that something let that me, is... let me tell you? Uh, um, I am kind of a big brother of the Turkish community people in here. I helped oh. them a lot because the embassy also a couple of times appreciated it because I speak the language and so on. But I always told them that when you come to Estonia, you come to this country and this is your duty to respect whatever the nature of this, this country mm-hmm. is. Yeah. If they want to do this, 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 and that, 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 you do this. I don't give a shit about how you are doing it in your country. When you, we go to your country, we will do it in your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the problem happens, or at least what I have seen, so that's why I said that this, I, I talk with the even racist people, is that sometimes the foreigner comes and they comment. It is wrong way that you are doing it in Estonia. Yeah. Why? Because in my country, uh, with one billion people, with hundred million people, we are doing it that way. Very good mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Go on, do it in your yeah. own country. Yeah, go back to no, 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 no. No, I mean, you are welcome here, but in here, we are we are doing it this mm-hmm. way. Uh, we don't need to change our culture simply because of because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you. People, I mean, you want to see racist people? Go, go, for example, to UK. I mean, maybe because the population is is higher. But I mean, then you start to feel. Go to Japan, then you find the race. The Estonians are very much welcome. All, all other culture. And maybe it's because you are a young country coming out of the Soviet. I mean, you have seen these depressions, or maybe mm-hmm. not your your generation, but one generation before you have seen it. So I have never uh, encountered it, and I was always try to be uh, respecting the culture, try mm-hmm. to integrate to the, mm-hmm. to the culture. That's why I tell you, I feel I need to learn the language. Yeah. Not that people don't speak mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, exactly. I, I need to be able to read one old poem in Estonian and, <laughs> and click, you know, the it's word armastus, which I studied, it, it clicks. It just creates the feeling. Yeah. Other words, if I don't know much, I will not mm-hmm. create that feeling. What else would you like other foreigners to know if they want to move to Estonia? Well, I think they, everybody, even if Estonia wants to go to anywhere or anybody wants to go any place, they need to little bit study about the culture of that that place mm-hmm. in a sense that they will not have the, the cultural shock. And I have a story for that, as usual. And it was, there was a one Turkish guy 
came with Arab for Erasmus program. So uh, he comes from extremely conservative Muslim uh, um, uh, family in, in Turkey. Again, I'm not against any religion. I respect everything, although it might not be in line with my beliefs. Then uh, I got a call from one of my friends in Turkey who knew this guy and said that, oh, shop, this guy is in heavy depression. Can you help him or help him to buy a ticket to come back? I said, why heavy depression? You are in Estonia. You should never have a depression. I mean, you come out of the Turkey. I mean, if you compare it, it's much more open uh, society. Apparently what happened, this guy... 24 years old. I mean, I'm not talking about five years old kid. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in one of the dormitories. And then in, on Friday or Saturday night, he comes into the corridor and there was the people who were drinking and there was this girl who was drawing. So she came naked and she was running in the corridor. <laughs> so for the first time, I think she saw girls have poops, I guess. I don't know. And then she, he got depressed. No, no, no. I mean, they are laughing. I talked to him. He was shaking. He, we, we, I bought him a ticket. He left for around one year. He was going to the psychology. Like, like wow. And then uh, this guy that was kind of a common friend, I told him, look, if your university wants to say somebody... Make sure that they know about the culture. This is very normal culture. I am not promoting drinking. I'm not promoting no, running no, naked okay. and saying, but you are young. I mean, I, I really appreciate people to live their youth. I mean, dude, mm -hmm. be crazy. Because when you get old, you don't have the time of being crazy. Mm -hmm. You are busy of working. I mean, you can. So then for this person, I mean, you are coming from a very strict conservative family. Uh, the, the closest thing of, for example, a woman that you have seen was the eyes of your mother maybe exactly. I mean you shouldn't go to to, to mm -hmm. country like like this mm -hmm. I mean not necessarily Estonia or anywhere in Europe again mm -hmm. I appreciate your belief go to Saudi Arabia maybe maybe that will be Erasmus to there maybe it would be better mm -hmm. so this is this is the, the big thing I mean people mm -hmm. should a little bit do the investigation can you bring us some uh, specific examples of cultural differences that, that people uh, should know about well, well I mean, for me, Estonian culture is so, so perfect culture. So. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. uh, this example was a real example that I saw. It was the, the mm -hmm. matter of the, the beliefs. So I had one more uh, example like this. A, girl, a guy who fell in love with this Estonian girl. He was a very uh, Muslim believer. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's very, very nice guy. And then... His Estonian uh, woman that met, she turned to, to Islam, became like a close woman, and they got married. They kid, they're living in another country right now. And uh, for me, it would be like, I still don't understand why she did that. I mean, so maybe I assume it's love. But uh, um, in my opinion, people should kind of do a little bit of uh, a study. Not that Estonian hates Muslim, not that Estonian hates any, anything. But you have to understand, uh, you cannot practice uh, Islamic uh, or uh, any religious belief, actually, in Estonia. Estonia is quite religion-free. Um, I, have, I have one American friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. He was, he was Baptist. Christian Baptist. Um, I have I have tattoos, right? Like like you, right? And then he was always commenting on me that I am I am 
a guy from Satan because of my tattoos. Uh, no, seriously, he, he was a very nice guy, but I mean, it was his belief. And then he said that uh, they are, but this is unfortunate. I know that the US government is actually promoting it to go and talk with the youth, young people of age 10 and so on, and turn them into a radical Christian believers and things like that mm. i have witnessed mm. a few again you can believe in it i respect it yeah. but when you start to impose it to the other people it's something which is not 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 very 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 nice yeah. i like some i mean food uh, to be to be salty but if i start to force and put salt <laughs> into your, <laughs> in your food, food and then <laughs> force story. you to eat mm-hmm. it then then this become not not very nice so yeah this was also an example of an american i mean like i mean but I guess Estonians kind of approach it in a way that um, live and let live. And I think that's mm-hmm. the kind of the thing as well. And like when you come here, if you want to be the way how you want to be, that's fine. But don't come putting it on me. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you exactly. respect the boundaries exactly. of um, other people exactly. and their beliefs and their way of life, then it should be all right. I think I think uh, all foreigners that you're going to come to Estonia, read a little bit about introvertness. <laughs> and understands uh, that uh, it's uh, the Estonians are not rude if they don't look at you, if they don't talk to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, if they don't do it, it means they respect you a lot. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the the, the thing. But again, uh, I have Italian friend who was coming here and he was always saying, "Oh, this Estonian, oh Estonian, like, oh Estonian, like this." I mean, he was oh Estonian, Estonian. I mean, with all those excitement of Italian culture. I'm a person who do a study on human behavior analysis, heavily focused on the Nordic. And then you understand this this is different. It doesn't mean this is bad or this yeah, is good. Exactly. Yeah. The Something norm here is yeah. <laughs> a speed limit in Estonia is 90. In Germany is let's say 120. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean 90 is bad or 120 is exactly. good. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's, that that country is like this. <laughs> in this country is it's, it's, it's like that. Yeah. So this is the only thing. People should have, I mean, uh, I think in my opinion, foreigners should have a better better tolerance and so on maybe it's also that um, a lot of the um, the countries where those people come they're very big and you know they've been around for hundreds of years do you feel that maybe they just kind of feel they're entitled to it because they come to Estonia we're tiny small there's not enough people so it's like we have done this for 200 years <laughs> you guys have just been around 25 let me teach you how to live your yeah, life exactly <laughs> this is what my German friend was doing it and it was my answer to him yeah. go back to Germany yeah Go back to Germany. He was calling Estonians are very stupid. It was like this. He was coming. Estonians are very stupid. A very general, strong argument. I mean, Estonians are very stupid. Then you mean that uh, the 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 founder of Skype was stupid. The founder of Transfer was stupid. I mean, it's very very strong uh, statement that you are saying it. Maybe there is a stupid person. It's everywhere. But I mean, you can. Then I told him. Then I told him. uh, Look. I don't say his name because uh, then I said that, look, I, in my opinion, maybe Estonians are stupid. Let's agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I think you are even more stupid. He said, why? I said, because you decided to come and work, and for, a stu- mm-hmm. work for a stupid people because he was getting salary from, from Estonia. <laughs> so he said that. Then, then he started to think, actually, no, I mean, now, now he lives in another country. He started to think, I remember he get back to me and said that actually I had a valid point for him. I, I didn't mm-hmm. hear, at least in front of me, he says this thing. But he was like, 
it's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, if they're stupid and I'm working for them, mm-hmm. it makes me even more stupid. So At least you got them thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, this is. Yeah. They can come from big country. They can come from China. They can come from India. Exactly. With lots of history, but if they don't like it, they also have tell me. I will buy them a return ticket for them. I mean, um, yeah, it's kind of rude to come to a different country and start expecting everybody to behave like you do because you come from your country. Whatever your background is, is but I can tell you, it has happened that we have seen on TV. They invite. A foreigner to Estonia, mm-hmm. and they behave in the way that the person is expect is was being behaved in his home country because mm-hmm. he has been invited. Mm-hmm. Me and maybe ninety nine point ninety nine percent of our foreigners who are living in Estonia, we decide to come to this country. It's not that we have been invited. Okay, I got the job mm-hmm. offer, but at the end of the day, I accept yeah. to come. It was you not choose. like they told me that, Shah, come and bring your culture <laughs> and change our culture. Yeah. My duty is not change the culture. Yeah. 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 This is, this is, this That's is nice. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Estonian culture is just strong enough. I mean, um, old enough, very mixed, but every culture is mixed. We don't have any pure. Um, Do you have uh, any so. any like opinion in terms of like what makes us Estonians Estonians? Estonia, I think, is the only country in the world which has been established to preserve the language. This is I know. Oh. So hmm. what makes Estonia Estonia is the language, and that's why it's also one of the things that for me, in order to be integrated, I need to to have the Estonian language because race wise. Uh, Swiss, German, Russians, uh, Danish people, I'm no, it's a Viking. <laughs> ha- they have in many places and also including Estonia. So it, race wise has been a mixture. You mm-hmm. know, when I say I'm cultural Jew, my, my mom, my grandma, my, my grand grandma, so they were all Jews. So we have it like in the blood. They say that if you look at all the Jewish people's genes or DNA, you can find something common. You know, our big noses, for example, <laughs> is a sign of it. So, but in case of Estonia, they are very very different from from that perspective you can have a blonde person you can have a dark haired person but I think the thing that united them is is the the language and I really appreciate it it's very very nice that uh, a country is being formed to preserve the language and I think I somehow understand it. Mm. I am I am not an ekre person, but somehow I just understand their their opinion of preserving a language. I mean, they are crazy a lot, but I mean, um, but I understand. But you're open-minded, so you're open to listening. To yeah, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. I mean, but but this is this is not a, not 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 a bad thing. I mean, uh, you have to I think bring the uh, the people to the point that they have to understand they need to learn the language mm-hmm. because uh, if you're forcing me. To learn something, we are human. As Freud said, we are looking for a crack to break the law, to show that we are not arguing with that. And in my case, I, I at least um, I, I I hope that many people are also like this. I feel I need to. Mm. Not that people don't speak to me. Not that, as I said, I mean I have had lots of privileges and so on, but it has never been related to. Do I speak Estonian or not? But I just feel that I need to. I am. I have mm-hmm. taken private classes, so I'm. I'm motivated. I'm paying for that to, to even learn. But I'm motivated by myself. Mm-hmm. My brain is just stupid for languages. No, I'm not saying that. I'm pretty sure it will happen. But when you think about the fact as well that you've uh, been in three different countries and your brain already has changed its way three times, <laughs> consider that. Like that is actually a pretty powerful thing. There's so many people out in the world that only speak one language and claim that they can't learn anymore. Mm-hmm. So considering that, yeah. that's already 
pretty powerful. So putting one more extra language in there, I don't know how it is about you, but I personally, the more languages I have to hold in my brain, <laughs> the less it like, actually sometimes is able to differentiate between them. Like three languages is like most I can speak at certain points. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the brain is starting to switch between them. As I told you, I mean, when I'm making the sentence, yeah, my brain yeah. pick up the easy pronounced word. So yeah. when, I, when, I'm, when I'm talking, I use the word knee. Yeah, boy. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's I noticed easier you for use me the word say. autobahn, which is a yeah, yeah, word exactly. for highway, and I'm like, yeah, why yeah, are you yeah, using yeah, yeah, autobahn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah, no yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is this is the the thing, but also uh, this makes uh, it makes you also be do not belong to any community. So mm -hmm. I I belong to the earth type of yeah. uh, in a free spirit, in a sense that. Uh, I cannot uh, do something in language A because I don't have that knowledge of it. For instance, well, I mean, I hate vegetables. I cannot <laughs> eat vegetables and so on. The only vegetable wow. I like is, is French fries. <laughs> and then, then, so, but my friends talk, talk and say that, what is this? They say it in English or in Estonian or in Turkish. What is this in other language? I said, I didn't know even it is called this. I mean, I mean, so, I mean, I don't, my vocab in some people. Oh, my, my Siri started to, <laughs> to, to work. Yeah, I cannot translate in Turkish yet. <laughs> Siri is listening to our podcast as well. Good. We yeah. have extra listeners. <laughs> Live listeners. Yeah, AIs no, are listening. Now, 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 police will send you a message. Uh -huh. I said, no, we are not listening. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think uh, we're going to wrap up a bit. So, mm -hmm. is there anything else you would like to add or say? No, I mean, it was very nice talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us a joke. <laughs> Every stand-up comedian loves that. All my, all, all, my, all my life is a, all, all my life is a joke. All my life is a joke. Ah, I can tell you something which mm -hmm. was very very surprising for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's known. I mean, at least when you look at the neighbor country, Estonians are not necessarily rich. Mm -hmm. I mean, the salaries are not high, mm -hmm. the living standards are not high. I don't say it's a bad thing or a good thing. So mm -hmm. do nobody please get me wrong. My cat was sick, mm -hmm. so I was very panicked, and I didn't know. She was not eating, she was not pooing. If I was leaving her somewhere, and I come back 10 days later, she's in that position. So it was mm -hmm. very, very weird. So I didn't know if it is bad or not. So I went to, to, the, to the doctor without the cat. Then I asked, can I ask a question? They said, yes, and I said that my cat is acting like this. Is it an emergency? Should I bring mm -hmm. her? She's, he said, I will go and ask this doctor and come back. Mm -hmm. He went and he came back. Do you know what was the first sentence he said? It will be 300 euros. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am panicked because, you know, you, you get yeah. connection with your pet. It's yeah. part of family. Estonians are panicking when they yeah. think yeah, about that, money. No, 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 no. He came and said 300 euros. I said, sorry, I didn't understand you. Is it an emergency? He said, it will be 300 euros. I said, look. Are you crazy? Mm -hmm. I'm asking, is it an emergency? Yes or no? He said, yes, it's an emergency. Then I went. Then mm -hmm. I went and brought Zilli, uh, uh, my cat, uh, to there. And then the doctor came. So I start to be panicked now. So I'm an emotional person. So I, I show the panic quite easily. So this, this woman came. Uh, I was coming back from England and I had money in my pocket. I had something, I don't know, four, 5,000 euro in my pocket because I wanted to put it in my bank, but it was all thing happened. So I had, I had money, cash in my pocket. Then she came and she came with, with around eight or nine pages. 
And she said that, please sign this. I said, what is this? I, I, I take my cat for cat hair and usually they make her unconscious. I know mm-hmm. that I have to sign for that. I thought this related to that, but I asked. She said that, that you will pay. I said, mm. I don't understand you. You are very poor. She said, what do you mean? I remember I was trying to pull, pull out all my money. I said that take as much as you want. And I sent as many as you want. But take, take, take the cat. Let's say you say it's one million. It's yeah. my problem to go and find the money. I mean, my kid's part of my family. I mean, it's not your son. You have to do the surgery or he will die. So I have to find the money. Oh, okay, die, die, bye. You are a good sign. I mean, you don't do this, right? So, so I remember. And then they, it was very interesting. They saw the money. And she took the paper. Said, no, 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 that's all okay. And they, they, they took the cat. Then they took the cat. Then I said that I went to the reception. I said uh, they said the cat should stay in in the hospital for one day. We recommend it for two more days. I said take her even if you want four days, no problem. How much should I pay? They said you can pay at the end. Then I start to find one girl in there who was uh, one girl, one girl who was like a, a became a friend of mine, and then she told me. Shah, can I tell you something, a secret? I said, okay, what's the secret? <laughs> I said that when you write your name in the computer and the, and the profile, the things comes out, there is a big note. Money is not an issue. <laughs> Extremely rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they never, ever brought that topic of money. Yeah. I always paid. There was the, the um, this um, Independence Day. I brought them chocolate. So I was, I was very kind. So I didn't understand what they mean rude. They have to understand when the person is panicked, you're not expecting them to, exactly. to tell you a joke and so yeah. on. But still, I didn't, didn't, didn't get it. Of course, then later I, I thought and I said, okay, money is definitely an issue. But they were talking about 300 euro, you know, they were talking about yeah. three, three, 300 mm-hmm. euro. Uh, it's it's a big sum for some people, but I mean, thanks God. I mean, it's not a, an issue uh, for me. But it was like I was I was like still don't understand that that moment. But why? Like I was asking the guy, is it an emergency? And he was he, his first sentence. It will be three hundred euro. Yeah, it's a three hundred euro. So so this was this was very uh, interesting thing with that. So it's okay. Okay, we can round it up with that. Yeah. Is, is, is the cat now alive and healthy? Uh, of course fine. alive. I mean, if you have the money, you can always do for a long <laughs> no, time. No, I mean, like, okay, yeah. after the, yeah. the whole but drama. Nobody but knows. Yeah, right. nobody knows. Because I took all the, all these medical bank mm-hmm. things. We have a family vet in, in London. So I sent it to, mm. to him and he was recommending also. The doctors here, they said they have to do sampling from the liver of the cat. Okay. And my vets said that don't do it because it has lots of side effect. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he recommended some medication. I talked with the doctor. The doc- the vet was very kind to said, okay, let's practice it. We practice it. it. It was a slow progress. So that's why that it took around one month. And I had this police scenario happen in between. But after that one month, she became good. Like there was no sign. Nobody still knows what happened what was the reason what happened and how she healed and I don't really care because she's healthy yeah. and I'm very happy with that maybe she just wanted more attention you know no 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 no. <laughs> if, 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 I also thought it is a psychological thing but okay. she lost 
two kilos oh, and no no it's she's a lot back. for a cat i mean when, when your weight's supposed to be five kilos and you become two and a half yeah, that's half exactly. of your weight so so now now she's all all, all okay everything is okay and and so on the dog is also crazy but that's all all, all okay and so on <laughs> so your only ones are just crazy but at least they're alive uh, no no they have free free <laughs> spirit they have free spirit <laughs> they're free like estonia <laughs> yeah so when i had the dog i took her to the training to learn so sit lay down on the things and then the woman came last day to do the test so I said that which language do you use? I said English. Then she said she she got without a comment. She said sit. So Skippy sat, and then she said lay down, lay down, lay down. <laughs> no thing. And then she looked at me and said that Skippy is not listening to me. Said, She's not listening to me either. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it was I. I let them to be free. I mean, do whatever you want. At least he knows how to sit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, thank you for coming and having a chat with us. <laughs> Thanks for the invitation. <laughs> and for all our listeners, share this episode with your friends, with somebody who you want to hear it as well. Let us know what you liked, what you found interesting. Uh, like us in Facebook and in Instagram and go to our website, foundinestonia.ee. Yeah, and whenever you have an interesting friend you think should be part of the podcast, do let us know. <laughs> Thank you, Shaham, for all the time that you yes, spent with welcome. us. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Don't do speeding. <laughs> I try my best. Yeah.